Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical lead or a practice manager and your primary care network to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to deliver some of your projects and network-based services, I would absolutely love to help you. So come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hi and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in this episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about the value of sometimes holding a loose agenda. I was fortunate enough to be commissioned by a GP federation who wanted to enhance their collaborative working and build that trust between themselves as a federation and their primary care networks. Some clinical directors are like, yep, no problem. And others are a little bit, they're a bit cautious. Um, and the trust isn't, isn't there, isn't as great as it could be. So we work together to pull together a, an agenda. And the meeting in the end went really, really well. But At the beginning of the meeting, it was very clear that the clinical directors did not want to follow the agenda. So during a break, we had a bit of a regroup, discuss what was working well, how we changed it. And how we changed that meeting was to let go of the agenda and ask the clinical directors what they wanted to discuss for the remaining part of the session. For those of you that are experienced facilitators, I know you'll be saying we should have done that at the beginning. We did do that at the beginning, but it still didn't feel, still felt a little bit sticky. Um, so we asked them again, you've got 90 minutes left, how would you like to spend it? And then the meeting just took off and it was it was really, really good. And I think that the lesson learned, and I've always known this, but I had a debrief with the client and we both said, Sometimes you just need a loose agenda when you're trying to build trust, when you're trying to develop that rapport, having an agenda isn't isn't always helpful. Um, it can, can be you think it's providing a structure, but it's actually providing a barrier. And what the feedback that the clinical directors gave was that they very rarely have a closed door meeting, and by closed door they meant that it was you know just the clinical directors and the and the federation one two guests did come but the seed the clinical directors had invited those particular guests but in general you know you've got just lots and lots of stakeholders which is important because the primary care network is a network and loads of organizations are involved but sometimes or in this instance the clinical directors are saying we just want to meet we just want to talk we just want to understand where we are so sometimes the value of having a loose agenda, asking them at the outset, what do you want to talk about? 
we did do a SWOT analysis that, and that worked really well and that, that helped shape some of the opportunities to progress. And we did ask what was best done per PCN and what would be best done at scale and that conversation was very fruitful. And even though we had a loose agenda, I think around 10 actions came out of that meeting. So it was productive. Each action had a name against the action and they're just going to agree timeframes and then the federation are going to convene the next meeting. So my advice to you guys is that actually if sometimes you're finding, well not sometimes, if you're finding your meetings are not productive, try having a bit of a closed door policy, regroup with your other clinical directors and for those of you outside the primary care space, hopefully the principal can still apply, have a bit of a closed door meeting, a team meeting, limit the amount of guests that come to that meeting and just have a very loose structure and then moving forward I would recommend the chair revolves round so each member takes it in turn and just have somebody to capture the bullet point actions it doesn't have to be you know full-blown minutes it just has to be what did we agree and see how that gets on I think it's going against the grain and especially in my day-to-day work and my business I'm a project manager so having the agenda having an actions log sending the meeting papers out seven days before It's really important, but sometimes when you're trying to build trust, when you're trying to build rapport, when you're trying to regroup, sometimes it's just like, let's get together, let's see what is working well, what would be even better here for, areas for development, and the conversation will naturally evolve. You do need a chair to keep it on track, otherwise it's not, you know, it's not a moaning session. Um, But I think sometimes just loosening the reins can be very fruitful. So in these episodes, in these solo episodes, I am going to be sharing what went well in my week and what would have been even better if. And I hope I hope to encourage you guys to do this. I, it's really, really helpful, especially if you write it down, because this little audit, I believe, will help you understand like your optimum working conditions, what annoys you, where you keep going around in circles, reoccurring issues, just highlights. Otherwise, I think we just, we move on too quickly and we don't stop to either smell the roses or pick the weeds. So I've got my full focus planner in front of me. I don't know if you can't hear it, but um, so my highlight of the week was the podcast is continuing to grow and I'm absolutely over the moon. So the podcast from May, we're just, it's just exploding in a good way. Um, So that by far has been my highlight of the week. Also, it's funny, in episode 54, I shared that I was going to stop writing the blog because it wasn't getting much traction in comparison to the podcast. That week, a university contacted me and asked me to contribute a a chapter or a section to their primary care management book because they'd seen the blogs that I'd written and a few people that week had said to me oh I love your blog or can I share it and I was a bit like oh my god why didn't why didn't why didn't you say this to me before um so that that was really nice receiving that feedback I said yes to the university opportunity and another highlight of the week was writing my first draft It's only 2,000 words, but it took me, it didn't take me a long time at all. And as I was writing, I did think, 
I really like writing and actually just write for yourself if other people or not too many people read it does it really matter if you enjoy it and it helps you with your projects and your professional development and your you know personal development so whilst I'm not going to go back to blogging religiously every week I am you will see a few more blogs and I'll let you know when um, I'm published the book is being published by Cambridge Scholar fancy so that was another highlight so what would have been even better if I've put I'm allowing myself to get too distracted by social media Um, because we are launching the scholarship and we are you you know social media has been the vehicle to promote that opportunity I keep checking it I keep and people keep messaging me which is really exciting but it's also really distracting I did have a couple of really good days where I put my phone away I put my phone uh, put my computer on focus mode which stopped social media apps coming out but towards the end of last week I did think I've wasted a quite a bit of time keep looking at these messages and I need to do it when after my work day so I have I'll be honest and so when you see on social media and my marketing manager Katie puts up probably 98% of stuff I put up the other 2% but I just I got myself into a silly cycle of keep checking it so moving forward phone away focus mode on I've got my to-do list I need to stop wasting time. There's too much to do. So I don't know if I should admit that, but I just have. (laughs) Um, I'll let you know how I get on. I'm committed. When you publicly announce something, and for me, using this podcast, it's that it's like a silent accountability that now I've said it on the podcast, I'm going to improve. And when you see stuff on social media, that is Katie putting it up. I did sometimes think, do people think I've actually got a, like, I've actually got a job? Because you do put out a lot of stuff, which I'm really proud of. But yes, I do have help. It's not just, it's not all me. So that's it. That's all, folks. I've given you my highlight and area for development in the week. And my kind of lessons learned regarding meetings and building trust sometimes allow for a looser agenda. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like what you hear, it would be great if you could give us a shout out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram again at THC Primary Care or on LinkedIn. Just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you really like it, it would be great if you left us an iTunes five star rating and review. And I will see you in the next episode.